Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan Burke with Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Stephanie would say if she was here, your hermitage of the heart, and I would say your monastery of the mind where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw on the wisdom of the saints to give us wisdom and perspective on how we navigate this incredibly difficult uh, and challenging life. God be praised. We are not alone in this challenge. We have the saints. We have the blessed Trinity. We have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. We have all we need to triumph in the midst of the darkness and help others to do the same. We are not victims. We are victors. God be praised. But we must fight. We must know how to fight. This show is about how to fight. And today we're going to be talking about fighting some of the most heinous junk going on in the, in the, in the church. Some of the most difficult, one of the most difficult problems I've seen outside of the, um, the crisis related to abuse is um, a crisis we're going to be talking about today. Before I jump in and do that, I want to introduce my guest. Well, first you're asking, where's Stephanie? I'm getting, you're getting ripped off. She's not here, but she's actually visiting family in Costa Rica. That's where her family is from. And uh, so she's happily down there in Central America with a bunch of lovely people whom I, when they speak, I don't understand what they're saying. But I just smile and pretend I do. I'll be heading down there uh, this, this in, in a week or so. But anyway, uh, today we have a special guest. Her name is... Super, it's her first name, middle name, Anne, last name, <laughs> Vernig. Anne is the uh, director of mission engagement for the Avila Foundation, which means her job is to help people understand our mission and join in the mission. Anne, welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio. Thank you so much for having me here, Dan. So Thank Anne, you. go ahead. You were gonna, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're good. So, Anne, uh, you, you have a lot on your heart. You know, we talked briefly before the show about what you wanted to share. Uh, we're going to talk about this crisis that we're facing and, and how to get past it. But I know you wanted to touch on the theme of suffering, which, which of course, uh, this the it, it is a profound suffering to see recently 100 parishes closed in one diocese. Um, we just I just read an article um that the Netherlands, um, a diocese in the Netherlands has decided that uh, it's just too expensive to have mass every Sunday. So uh, we're just, we're just going to skip it. You know, we got to save money for other things that are way less and way more important than giving Jesus to people. And so they decided, no, we're not doing mass every Sunday. An entire diocese this is coming to America, friends. This is a this is a corporate suffering that is going to devastate thousands, tens of thousands of Catholics. Uh, it's already actually happening in America. A hundred parishes closed not long ago in one major diocese. You don't hear about it because people hate talking about it. A hundred parishes. Thousands of people got a letter that said, the parish you grew up in, the parish you were married in, the parish you baptized your children in is closing. Um, it's going to get worse folks, uh, before it gets better. This is a corporate suffering. And you want, there's an answer. 
hang in for the answer. You got to listen to the show to get the answer. Um, and but you want to talk about personal suffering a bit. Yeah. And I mean, Dan, I think you've shared a number of times before our answer is really not to get all riled up about this, but to really just grow closer to Jesus. And as we talk about this kind of crisis we have going on and what our role is in that, it really is to say yes to God and grow closer to him. The more we can do that, uh, there's practical ways that we can, we're going to talk about ways we can help specifically but that really is the the mission of the Avil Foundation and why I'm here now. We we were chatting earlier before this episode. It was funny. It was like, why 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 are you even here, Anne? What are you doing here, working here? And it came to me after we talked. It's like you know the reason I'm here. Well, there's a long story, but the reason I'm working here is because I became a monthly donor to the High Calling program. I remember the first email you sent out back in probably 2015, 2016, saying. We got to do this for priests, and I signed up then and started be giving monthly. And um, it, I know that that's part of the reason why um, God has really drawn me close. I've, um, you know, my own personal experience with suffering and just my story coming here to Avila and saying yes in a deeper way. I, I wish I could tell you I have a crazy conversion story, but I've been saying yes to Jesus my whole life. But uh, I. I Coming into Avila and engaging in the mission here, saying yes to what we what we do and starting giving to it um, is really what has drawn me in such a deeper way. And it's funny when we think about mission and mission engagement and just you know the work of the mission of the Avila Foundation is really just to help souls know Jesus deeper. Um, but it's really knowing your identity and who you are as a child of God. And if you actually say yes to that and receive that, how God can use you to change the world. And um, so in my personal experience with all that, it's it's really changed me. And yes, I've experienced some profound suffering within all of that. And um, we're, we're always trying to help you guys draw closer in too. So that is a resource we want to give to you guys. We're going to be sending that out tomorrow. So if you haven't signed up for spiritualdirection.com, our email list, make sure you guys go spiritualdirection.com. Just scroll on the bottom of the page and you can sign up for your email there. We're going to give you a little download on seven steps to suffering. Seven steps to deal to facing suffering. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, something you said, I can hear some of our audience members, especially the more curmudgeonly of them going, oh, you know, loving Jesus is fine, but that's not going to solve the crisis. But I, I think uh, you're misunderstanding if that's what you think Anne is saying. Or another one I've heard, literally I heard a Catholic commentator say this. If you're just praying, you're not doing anything. And I thought, so you're saying that if, I, if, if I'm spending time with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, if, if, if he has so ordered the universe such that he has desired ends and chosen means, and prayer is a chosen means for the outcomes he wants, that if I participate in that design, I'm doing nothing. I think you've been drinking something or maybe something happened to your IQ that really did some uh, damage to the way you think. That's, that's not what Anne is saying. Anne is saying, when you draw from the greatest source of grace, when you do spend time with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, when you are holier, then when you rise from your knees to act, which you have to have both 
contemplation and action, prayer and action. When you rise from your knees and act, you rise in the power of God, in the wisdom of God, in the, in the grace of God. And that's, Anne knows that very well because she's also part of the Apostle EBA community and, and we teach these things at a very deep level. So Anne, personal suffering is, is a big deal. You know, uh, there's difficult times of the year, which, which kind of these things are harder, like you know, Christmas time, that sort of thing. But we're also in the midst of, I think, a crisis in the church. There, there's, there's, and I say, I think, I know there's a crisis in the church. Um, the crisis that we're discussing and the one that you, one of the reasons that you came to work for, for the Avila Foundation was because of the High Calling program. What is the High Calling program? High Calling initially is a discernment program where we take guys uh, uh, and work with vocation directors and dioceses and help them for a year through in-depth formation and conversation and to discern if they're called to the priesthood. God be praised, we just, uh, I just got word, uh, we added uh, the MICs, the uh, Father Galloway's, um, uh, Calloway, I'm sorry, and, uh, oh gosh, who's the other one that's kind of famous, did the priest um, consecration to, um, to Mary. So consecration to St. Joseph, consecration to Mary. Anyway. They just, uh, their religious order that just said, hey, we want you guys to help us help our guys to discern. So that's where the program began. But what it's expanding to now is what I'm most excited about, which is solving this problem. So let me let me dive into the problem, Anne, and uh, you jump in whatever you, you think. So I, I mentioned before the show that in the Netherlands, they decided, a diocese decided that they're not going to do mass every Sunday anymore because it's just too expensive. So so money is more important than bringing Jesus to people. Talk about the suffering of those parishes who n are no longer going to have a mass. They're only having one mass a week as it is. Now they get one every other week and, you know, it's just too expensive. Now, of course, the other side of the coin is they don't have enough priests. And the question is, how did they end up with that problem. Well, they ended up with that problem by acting the way we are in the United States right now. Um, oh, we just got a we just got a, uh, a note from someone say we were just informed last Sunday at mass, our county in Missouri, we have 18 churches, which will be reduced to three with only six priests. Are you serious? Right? So the reason that the Netherlands got to this place is because they were once where we are now, and they didn't do something about it. It wasn't seen as a drastic problem, as a, something all energy should be focused against. So I want to tell you, I want to give you three numbers, 38, 0, and 67. 38, 0, and 67. 38 is the number of dioceses in the United States that had zero ordinate. Is it zero ordinations? or Yeah, zero ordinations in this past year. Zero. 38 dioceses at zero. Now you might say, well, uh, were those small dioceses? No. Two of them were uh, some of the largest populations of Catholics uh, in terms of density. The Archdiocese in New York and Detroit, zero. The next number is 67. That's the average age of priests. Uh, <laughs> do you see the collision coming with that number, Anne? Is it obvious to you? Or, I mean, am I being crazy with how strong i'm i'm speaking about this problem 
No, you're not, Dan. It's it's kind of absurd. And um, but the as as much as as strong as you're being with the problem, uh, I feel I feel and I really believe uh, the high calling program is even stronger in its solution. I and, agree. Yeah. When we get back from the break, let's talk about the solution. I know you've been involved with communicating this uh, and trying to bring clarity to those who can help. And there is a way that every single person listening can help. And we're going to tell them which way uh, when we when we get back from the break. We'll be talking about a new expansion of the High Calling Program to help solve this uh, epic um, vocations crisis that is going to have us emptying churches and canceling masses all over the United States. But there is an answer if we will act, and we'll talk about that when we get right when we come back. Hi, friends. We want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward Slash events register today. There is a growing need for well-formed, solid spiritual directors in the church today. The Avila Institute, in collaboration with Heart of Christ Spiritual Direction Program, offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards God. The program is grounded in Ignatian and Carmelite spirituality, based on a Catholic worldview, and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles and the new evangelization. This program offers both online and on-site classes. Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. I'm here with Anne Vernick. She is the head of mission engagement, which means her job is to help you get engaged in solving problems in the church and helping people to be holy and all that good stuff. Um, so, Anne, uh, we got a note from Darren Hayes. Something, same thing happening here in Newfoundland, Canada. They're selling off churches that the community had put here years ago. Selling off churches, by the way, that millions of dollars of donations built and millions of dollars funded. Um, one of those, one of those happened in Colorado, and it's now a restaurant, um, which is very. Uh, I didn't really know what was going on until I went in and and sat down and was eating, and I'm like, this looks like a church, and found out it was a church, and I, uh, it broke my heart. But that's going to happen all over the United States. I mentioned before the break, Ann, 38067. The 67 is the retirement age. So when you, when you, when you say we have way too few vocations, uh, way too few ordinations, and we're aging fast. And what that means, too, Ann, is that uh, young priests who would have normally had a reasonable schedule to deal with in terms of the number of parishioners they're dealing with, now have way more put on their shoulders. What does that do to their spiritual lives? It kills it. Um, I was actually just talking to a young priest the other day who's been ordained for four months and already is on the edge of burnout. Uh, there's been being so much put on him that it's been really hard for him to enter into prayer and um, you know, having to get really serious about making that commitment to keep making sure that they are praying every day, because otherwise the 
ministry and the tasks and the administration just becomes so much on top of what they're doing. Yeah. So it, and couple that with what does the average uh, vocation director uh, do on a daily basis? Uh, people might think, oh, well, they 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 find vocations. <clears throat> I wish I had a buzzer noise. Do we we can we get noises we can add producer someday? <laughs> buzzer. He's just smiling at me. Buzzer noise. Um, what most of them do is multiple jobs. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to do multiple jobs, well, even if you're amazing, because all, all these vocation directors we work with are amazing. And if you didn't know, by the way, listening, we work with, um, around 40 dioceses and a number of religious orders to help them with our discernment, uh, program for, for men heading into formation. The other day we had a kickoff and one of the vocation directors uh, mentioned how cool it was for the guys to come into a room where there were 75 other men because they're, they're from all over, but they're coming to us together and seeing all these, like one, you know, the power of a guy who's alone in a diocese and he's the only vocation, right? Coming into a room with 75 other guys who are from all over. It's like, oh, wow, there's others of me, you know? We're in this together. I can do this. Oh, he looks like me. He talks like me. Oh, he thinks like me. Oh, there's another one. You know, we can do this. So we're encouraging guys, but I want to shift to a new phase in the high calling program that I'm super excited about. We just did a webinar about it the other day, and that is our high calling vocations development uh, um, app that we're producing along with a national advertising campaign. So, what does that mean? It means that because we've for years been forming guys in discernment, we've gained a lot of wisdom about how they think. And we're beginning to understand, actually, we're very clear about why vocations is not working out as well as it could in dioceses. Some dioceses are doing fantastic, but overall, we have a serious problem. So, and, and again, vocation directors are, are amazing, awesome guys. They're not the problem, but there's this huge cultural shift that's happening at a pace that we hadn't seen since the 60s. It's causing a, a total disconnect, even between 35-year-old priests and 18-year-olds discerning the priesthood. That's not a huge gap, you would think, but it is causing a huge disconnect. But because we're with these guys all the time, because we're forming them, we're learning, and we've created an app designed with their feedback. You could say an app designed by them, which then we're going to do put behind a national campaign, advertising campaign, which we can also do locally if a diocese wanted us to do that locally, where we're going to draw through social media that the guys mostly on, we've done the studies on which are the most, uh, uh, which apps do they use the most? And it's Instagram is, is by far number one. So we can reach these guys through an advertising campaign, bring them to this app, which is uh, one step removed from the diocese. Why is that important? And Anne, jump in anytime. You know I have too many words today. So the, the, the app is one step removed from the diocese. Why is that good? A vocation director actually said that's really good. Because a lot of time guys are afraid to talk to a vocation director. They think they have a magic power to suck them into a to a uh, to take them captive and suck them into a, a clerics and now make them a priest against their will. Or they're just afraid of, you know, you know, dealing with the process. Right. So we become a, a neutral third party 
where, or a second party, whatever the right terminology is, yeah, third party, where they can come safely in an anonymity with us, ask questions. We can help them discern if it's religious or diocesan life. We can help reduce their fears, increase their confidence, and, and through personal conversation, and then we, we hand them over to religious congregation vocation director or a diocesan vocation director. And this is all new and launching as we speak. The website just or the, the app is just about done. Yeah. And Dan, if I could just like get back to what we were saying before with all of this, the mission of the Avila Foundation is really reproposing the mystical tradition of the church using mm-hmm. modern means. We're all here together on the internet and we can reach each other in amazing ways through this technology. And all of us are are invited into this mission into engaging it in your own way, taking a class, change my life. Um, Dan, it was your class, Foundations in Prayer with Union with God. Um, those of you listening that have taken classes with us and have been involved, I know you're all shaking your head yes right now. It is life-changing, it is transformational, and it is healing. We're doing the same thing for these guys that are discerning the priesthood. So what Dan is referring to, we need to help get these guys. Um, and this is a, a new initiative for us because it's not that, you know, he said we have over 40 dioceses. We actually have more than that that want to work with us, but a lot of dioceses don't have guys to send us. Right. So we want to help be a part of the solution and helping encourage guys in this culture. We have a crisis of um, not being able to receive love. Uh, of Shame. Of- yeah, being selfish. And it's just the culture we live in. All of us are fighting against it. Even just our, our cell phones in itself are constant fight against uh, God constantly. And so being part of the solution is drawing in. And that's what we really encourage all of you to uh, to help us with. And going back also to the beginning of our conversation about suffering, Dan, you and I have a very special uh, relationship here at the Avila Foundation because whenever uh, we, <laughs> I seem to say it's time we have to raise some money, you <laughs> suffer. <laughs> you experience some really tremendous sufferings, and um, you know maybe you could just share with us a little bit about you know even last year this really crazy accident that happened oh, out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And it was right when we started our end of the year campaign to say, hey, everybody, be a part of the solution. And what happened to you? Well, there were two things. One is I ended up it was some weird, un- inexplicable illness. And I ended up in the ER and I had to have my stomach pumped and there was no there was no explanation for it. And then another one is I ended up crashing on a one wheel <laughs> on a, on a on a let's just call it a recreational vehicle that was only supposed to go was programmed to go 11 miles an hour. When I woke up in the ER and checked my phone app, which controlled the thing, I had been going 20 miles an hour and I had, and I wrecked into the concrete and it caused my, my brain to bleed. So this year, you know, my lungs are uh, stopping work, stopped working a bit, you know, it, but it's okay because I offer it up for, for the mission and, and what we're doing and really, um, we, we need to suffer for the kingdom of God and we need to suffer in terms of self-giving, in terms of offering up our prayers for this. Every single person listening can join with us in making sure your church, your parish, you have a personal interest, your parish doesn't close, making sure that your priests are holy 
and that is one you can you can join a team a prayer team for us for the Avila Institute and praying for these guys and two you can help us by joining the Avila Army are those the two places that you would say so avilaarmy.org is that the right place and you want to tell folks about that Absolutely. The Avila Army is our uh, it's our community of monthly supporters. And because we want to say thank you so much, we're so grateful for you. We try to give you as many resources as possible um, to help you grow in your own relationship with God. So check out on avilaarmy.org. There's different benefits for different levels of giving. And, you know, even with our classes, you might say, there's no way I can take a class right now. I'm way too busy. Or, you know, you might be a mom, uh, six kids running around. And with the Avila Army uh, giving at $50 a month, you can access all of our recorded classes in the school spiritual formation. So you can listen to it while you're doing the dishes in the car, going to bed, whenever you want to. It's on demand for you. Some of these life-changing courses. Um, so please. Join us. Yeah, please join us if, if become a member of the Army. The other thing we can do, too, um, that you guys can do, we talked about this on the webinar. Um, we have a, a link, spiritualdirection.com slash vocations, and that will be joining our prayer team for this high calling program in general. And we're going to send you guys a, a list of top five things you can do to actually be feet on the street and get this going and moving in your parish. Yeah. You want to so, sneak peek to number one that we talked about last week, Dan? Well, I, we're running out of time, so let me just make sure. Avila-army.org, that's the one. And then spiritualdirection.com forward slash vocations is the other. Those are the two. Go ahead, Anne. We have about 15, 20 seconds. Okay, it's probably no surprise. Perpetual adoration. Oh, that's the number, right. That's the number one. You get adoration started in your parish. That's the number one commonality between all the guys in our program um, that we're working with in the high calling program is that they had a perpetual adoration. There are other factors too, like having altar servers and reserving that for young men so that they can see what it's like to be a priest, that sort of thing. But if you, you can help in this crisis, you can personally make a difference in whether or not your church stays open, your priest is wholly healthy, uh, instead of overworked. Um, and the way you can do that is praying with us, joining with us in the fight, avila-army.org, spiritualdirection.com forward slash vocations. And with that, we've got to end the show. Thanks for hanging out with me, uh, Anne, and uh, telling telling folks with enthusiasm what's going on out there and how we can, how we can make a difference. Uh, we're grateful for EWTN, by the way. If you're not giving to EWTN, you're, you know, not a good thing. You should give. They need your help as well, as always, because, because they're here, we can be on the air. With that, until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.